For the players, the pop culturist PlayStation podcast is fueled by the Manshake. I lost 30 kilos in 10 months using this meal replacement shake. If you want to support the show and Max and my weight loss journey, or to even start your own, click the link in the description below. The Manshake. Real blokes, real results. For the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And this is For The Players, the pop culture PlayStation podcast for 40 years of playing PlayStation and six plus years in that game's medic. But I might thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, please check out our socials. Facebook, Discord, Instagram, and Twitter, all of those links can be found in the description below. If you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures, where you can watch us record this show live. You can become part of the chat, become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can tell your friends tell your family about this playstation pod or if you're listening on the podcast service give us a five star rating and a written review or if you're on youtube like subscribe leave a comment below i endeavor to answer every single comment and if you want to support us financially you can at, at patreon.com slash the pop culturist as well as our merchandise store popcultures.com slash shop where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it not all the shirts though max we got hit with a copyright strike this week <laughs> Which one? Uh, the one that the Pornhub logo style one. Oh, really? I jokingly made like the pop culture as a, as like a, a Pornhub logo. So that, that made me chuckle really hard. Yeah. And the actual company was like, yeah. I'm like, that's fair. <laughs> no, that's fair. Yeah. I'm not even, even going to argue that one. I'm like, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and there's only twice have I ever been done with a, with a, uh, a copyright request on through T public. Um, one was for the PlayStation for the, that. And I was like, all right, sure. Real uploaded it. No issue. And uh, yeah, and then the other one, it was like, no, whatever. It didn't. No one bought it. I just made it for funsies. I just like made it half, for like literally half of the designs on on the on on our shirt site or at our merch site are just designs that I enjoyed. So I put them on there. I expect to sell literally none of them, but for me, they're cool and they're fun, and that's the big part <laughs> for me. That's the big part of it. Because like I could make, I could try to like make some designs that are really good and really catchy. I was like, ooh, no, Just make the ones that I want to. So then, when one day when I want to buy a shirt with that logo on it, I can. <laughs> That's the trick. It's all for me. If anyone else happens wants to buy one, then good on you. I guess sucked you in. Fair enough. How you been, man? Yeah, not too bad. What's going on? Uh, you know, life. Yeah. Back at work after my week off. It's been. Have rough. you? Re- how, yeah. How have you recovered from a week haven't. off and then it back sucked. to the nights and it super sucked. Yeah, you look pretty I'm just, rooted. I'm just tired all the time. Yeah. I'm just tired all the time at the moment. It'll take me a couple more days to get back into it, I think. Going from sleeping like a normal person, sleeping like 10 hours a night was, you know, really nice. And now I'm back to sleeping like five just, hours a Just so a you day. know, 10 hours a night is not normal person sleep. Most people sleep like six, seven. I get five on we, average. Yeah, go on there. Yeah. <laughs> that's my we gift. need more than that. But <laughs> the my... average person gets staggeringly worse. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. That's been, it's been all right. You? Yeah, mine's been pretty good, man. It's been yeah. a not-too-shabby week this week. Some uh, some, some improvements uh, in the workspace, which is good. Not big ones, but small ones that kind of 
push towards baby bigger steps. things, baby steps to bigger things, which is which is cool. Uh, uh, so the reason we were, for those that watch on Twitch, we normally record on a Saturday afternoon. Today is Sunday. Uh, reason being is I went to the local wrestling again last night, and oh, was that a roller coaster? Because uh, the opening, like, so there was six matches in total, and then there was intermission in the middle. First match, trash, so trash. Like I, I people were probably were thinking of leaving trash. It was not very good. Second one was like, okay, all right. And there's big promo between them and some other local promotion that no one fucking knew. So it was a really weird thing. And then the third one was this six-man tag match where they had the, the, the men's champion and plus two other randos against the tag, the tag teams and some other rando. But it wasn't a rando because it turns out the third guy on that other team used won the tag titles with the other guy. And then he bounced. So this other guy took his spot. He's like, that's my title. So there was action. There was drama. It was intense. It was absolutely a ripper, ripper match. Uh, and then there was intermission. Everyone's like, wow, the energy is really, really good in this place. Then the next match after garbage. So that they went, oh, and no. the room just kind of sunk. And uh, then the second match was a bit better. Was certainly a yeah, bit yeah. better, but it was it kind of had a bit of ripple effect from that that match back from the intermission. It's like, uh. and the final match was a, a championship match for the AIWF, which is the Australian Independent Wrestling Federation Championship yep. between two guys. But two out of three falls. First fall happened in the ring. Crowd's fucking dead compared to like what it was. So you can literally see the moment where they went, "We need to do something." You can see them talking to each other, like, "We need to do something." Like, okay, cool. So then he just fucking yeets him out of the ring. Like, this is like, there's no stipulations here. So it's it's literally you out of the ring, you're counted. And you see him go up to the ref. Okay, cool. So they get out, they start bussing ringside. Then one of them just gets thrown through the barrier, blows the barrier apart. And they just start wandering through the crowd, kicking the shit out of each other. And they start using the crowd as well. So like, cause obviously, so Richie Taylor is one of the wrestlers. Um, he, he just, he had a friend of his day. He's like, Hey, just grabs him, puts him in a fireman's carry. And then just make, uses him as a weapon on someone else. Gets some guy to hold the other guy. So can beat him. Craig chopped the guy. <laughs> so a friend of the show, Craig, uh, from the mullet show, like, yeah, during that six man tag, they put up against, they put him against the barons. Like he's holding there. He's like, chop him, chop him. And Craig's like, what? It's like, chop him. Craig's like, okay. But dude, <laughs> just chops this dude. It was insane it was really really good like those highlights like were so good but the yeah. lows were fucking low because one guy can dress like a clown but he smelled like burning ass hair he was <laughs> oh, oh did the guy sell it yes asked dash in the chat yes the guy sold it so hard <laughs> local wrestling is shit but it's like remarkably shit yeah and, like it was a lot of fun there's a good energy and um it was very, very cool. And then it was, and because everyone around was, because uh, obviously Craig got in and gave, and gave the chop. Everyone, everyone, Craig felt like a little infamous for a moment. Everyone's like, oh my God, man, you fucking chopped the guy. Like, ah. <laughs> and because it's all independent, like, and they're all selling their own merch and whatnot. So yeah. at the end of the, you know, and very similar to like Melbourne City Wrestling, at the end of, at the end of the night, they all come out to the thing and chat and shake your hand. And, well, maybe not so much now, they don't shake your hand, but, um, you know, they come in and they you, you can meet them, you can hold the belt, you can get a top shot with them and stuff. Because, like, like that there's... Once that end of the night, everyone's like, hey, man, they're just dudes and yeah, girls. And, yeah. it was, and it was so cool. So cool. And, like, it's, yeah, good and shit. So good. <laughs> I have to take you. The next one's in Sunbury, which is, like, an hour away from here. So maybe I'm going to take you to that one. But, well, <laughs> you do have to come. Because it is... Uh it is an experience is the best way to explain it it's if, if i didn't if i didn't already had plans like the other night i yeah. probably would have come yeah yeah it's it's like good dumb 
Yeah, good time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, other than that, week's been pretty pretty chill. Is that uh, Dash? Is that no? That's GCW uh, Gold Class Wrestling. By himself, but that's not about wrestling. Wrestling not just Geelong City. I don't know. I thought that too. <laughs> I guess they probably do other. Places. No, because they, they kind of go around. Yeah. Like, I think they've done some shows in Druin as well, which is a in bit where? of a hike. Druin. Uh, somewhere in the country between um, Tarawan and Melbourne. Okay, cool. Like yeah. near Warrigal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That helps. Um, <laughs> yeah, you gold class. Yeah, they certainly ain't gold class. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. And like, I'm just going to go to every single one because it's dumb. And it's like, it's right, it says it right now, I just like going out and doing something with my friends. It's 20 bucks. I have spent $20. It's way worse. So much worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I spent twenty dollars going to the movies in Queensland. That was it. Exactly, and that was trash. Where I spent twenty dollars, I got to watch Craig hit a guy. Like that was dope. I mean, for twenty bucks, Craig can hit me. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> Deal. Anyway, that's something about what we've been going. Uh, we've been chatting about. Oh, before we chuck in, jump into the games that we have been playing, we should do this at the start. So, for those that are watching the via- the, the the YouTube video or the podcast, you would hear at the start of the show that we uh, talk about the man shake. So the man shake is a meal replacement shake that I used in 2020 to lose over 30 kilos where Max has started this year as well. So we, uh, as we are both powered by the man shake, I am an ambassador of the product. I should also mention that uh, we are sharing our get less fat update with the idea of uh, pretty for packs two thinner boogaloo uh, <laughs> coming in October. <laughs> How it goes it this week. Now that you're back. So, in the, okay. So after last week with my, I haven't weighed myself since I got back. I weighed myself after the show. Yeah. And I had put on about 1.2 kilos. Cool. Which was fun. A week off. Uh, yeah, it was yeah fun. that's, it was that's fun. good flux. I've lost about half of that so far. Good. So we're getting back there. We're getting back there. Because a lot, a lot of it is when you start changing your diet as well, your body just re- 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 like retains shit yeah. unnecessarily like water. Maybe you've had any sort of carbs, but body goes, <gasps> you know, what's it called? Carbohydrate, hi, you know, as in take water, hydrate, yeah. give me water. So if yeah. you've had like some, any sort of breads or anything, it's like, so it's probably super easy to, to get rid of. But that's awesome, man. Well so yeah, it wasn't too bad. I thought it was going to be way worse, yeah. but it wasn't. So that's all right. Yeah. So I, I, where I'm at, I'm I'm relying solely on uh, non-scale victories now. Mm. So so my my weight is still pretty steady. So I'm still sitting around like 110. So it's still 30 kilos lost. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's sort of fluxing up and down depending on what I'm doing. But I'm noticing different because I've I've now been going for the, to the gym for near on two months. Mm-hmm. Um, so even though my weight is steady, I am trimming. Mm-hmm. which is great. So as like this brand new sweet jumper I'm, I'm, I'm wearing XL, nice. which is fantastic. Where previously the jumpers I would, wore, would, would have worn were like a five XL, which is great. I, I went to the shop the other day and grabbed some XL shirts off the rack. That's fucking dope. So even though I'm still weighing the same, which this is really hard for my brain to connect on is I'm now, even though I'm weighing the same, like shirts are fitting better. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm currently wearing 38 pants, but I could easily do a 36. I just haven't bought any because I only just bought these fucking shorts. I'm like, Ugh! I don't want to buy new ones again, um, which is cool. So yeah, so obviously some of the fat's burning down, but it's sort of, you know, the, the muscle is sort of keeping that uh, at the same weight. Um, I'm noticing my, my shoulders nice and, and, and like broad and mm-hmm. my pecs are all stiff touch. <laughs> so if you, ever, if you ever want to get all handsy, 
and that's uh is that an invitation to chop you what's <laughs> <laughs> well, so going on here that's, that's a, see that's actually you're like, you're like i can take a chop now that's actually a good point because that's one of the things you know with with one of my goals for was for the end of the year to take a class at melbourne city wrestling and not die and if that means me whoosh, taking a chop i need to build up that um that chest and uh, Dash is correct. It does cost $20. It does cost $20. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, if you want to support us on our weight loss journey or start your own, there is a link in the description below. Click on that. That'll take you to the Manchet website where you can see everything they have to offer. Uh, there is no obligation to buy, of course, by simply clicking the link. You are showing your support to us. And that is kind of all we need. Uh, but yeah, so the link for those, if you are listening to the podcast service, is bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash uh ftp manshake go check that out and give it a go but he says he'll get all handsy at pax me so that's the thing i'm worried like, even though i'm super stoked for pax i like there was like i'm gonna get really handsy at people i still am on the fence on whether it's happening <laughs> oh it's some percent not happening but if it does <laughs> i'm hugging people and i think they know that because right now like that venue is huge but as per the rules no more than a thousand people in a venue of that size period mm. like no flex period yeah it's like well, that's there's not even that many like I, there are more than a thousand staff members working at PAX if they're doing the same scope and scale as they had previously. Yeah, we're gonna we're, yeah. There's a lot, I, I imagine it's gonna be a lot of refunds, but wait and see. Wait and see. I mean, plus you know there's still no international travel, so it's not like yeah, and like any- Australia is cool, but you know our talent isn't that endearing. Unless you want some real good like you know C list content creators which if you do don't ask me we are d at best but you know if you want some people to support those c's we can be some good d's nope (laughs) enough tuning your own horn right let's move on (laughs) anyway that's getting the section called what uh what we've been playing we talk about funny enough what we have been playing uh max both you and i have dived into uh the uh doom eternal yep. ancient gods dlc part one and two uh you gonna a little bit of a go yeah so i played about three two two to three hours of part one mm-hmm. i do not remember how to play this game oh my I, god like one of those one of those like for like i don't think they're referred to as beholders in this game but the big eye floaty dudes i'm like there's a trick to like one shot you guys, but I do not know what it is. Remember, it's the launch of grenades from I'm the just, shotgun. I'm just gonna like pull out that plasma beam thing and just like melt you until you disintegrate. <laughs> and then I ran out of ammo instantaneously. I'm like, yeah, I don't know how to play this game anymore. I might go back and play the tutorials a bit so I learn how to you know kill all the stuff properly so I don't run out run out of ammo every ten seconds. So obviously you get your ammo back by using the chainsaw. Yes. But there is no fuel ever. Well, that's anywhere. why you. That's why there's always mooks around, like those single dudes. You can. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, just... So it's cool. Like it's 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 more of the same Doom. Like it's still that that great fast action packed shooting. Mm. You know, um, you you play that risk reward game of the only way to gain health is by killing the enemies, but you know. I just so it's difficult for you to sort of to put real thoughts oh, into it. It is rough. Just. It is rough, but again, it it is definitely more of the same. Yeah. and I'm I'm digging it. I'm just working back through that. I went back under the back under the ship where you can do all those yeah. uh, little tutorial mini games, and and yeah, I'm doing those to refresh myself because I do not think I'll be able to get through it otherwise. 
Uh, so I myself, I did roll credits on the first DLC and I'm about two-ish hours into the into the second one, if not a little bit more. I, I'm really bad at measuring how much time I'm doing mm-hmm. playing something. But uh, yeah, same as you. I booted it back up and I just got my fucking ass handed to me. Like, I mean, decimated. And I, and I bumped it on the easy as well. I'm like, Ooh, shit, I better, oh, this is not going. I'm going to put it on easy. And then as I regain my skills, I'll bump it back to normal, which, which I finished the game on. Mm. I finished the game on normal and it was fine. And then I guess it's because it's been a year. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And like, they, dish, 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 dish. But they like also nothing. throw you straight in the deep end. There's like multiple of those like uh, special enemies in mm. the first level, in the first section. Yeah. And they just hammer you so quickly. I'm just like, I... Just one. I just need one. Let me work on one. <laughs> yeah, in the ancient in the ancient DLC number one, like you start in like a brutal arena and mm. it just fucks your face in. And which is cool, but like if, if I had played this directly after finishing the first I would be fine. It would I'd be fine. I would have probably already finished both DLCs at this point. I would be like, sweet, boom, 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 done. And I'll be taking all the story and being like, Yeah. Not so much. Yeah. It took me a lot longer than I originally anticipated. So I, I calculated X amount of time. I'm like, sweet. All right, well, I want to get as much of the DLC done before we record this. And we're recording on Sunday, so we should have some more time. Sweet. Uh, all right, so I might not be able to get this done in time. Um, but that's fine. Like, uh, the DLC one is really, really cool. So you are you are on the hunt for this sphere. And there are two spheres. There's obviously, like, essentially a good and a bad sphere. The good one will bring the almighty, like, the almighty father, whatever the fuck they call it in the game. And the other is Dark Lord. So you are cut, you know, you're, you're sent there with the idea of getting the, the all father. And he just gets there and <laughs> crushes the shit out of it. Grabs the fucking Dark Lord one. He's like, sweet. And walks out with it. And it, and then you then travel a bunch of locations in order to put this uh, into a certain location, which will give the the figure, whichever you were to choose, a physical form. Mm-hmm. Um, so mild spoilers, I guess. So because no one really cares for the doom for the story, I'm just saying. But it's fucking enticing. So at the end, you go and you put you, you put the the human, uh, sorry, the Dark Lord's thing in, and you create a human form for the Dark Lord, and that's how you end the DLC one. With the idea being that. One, when the Dark Lord is dead, he and all the demons will be no more. Okay. So rather than creating an, an, you know, a being, it's like, no. He, he, the Obviously, because Doom, the Doom guy or Doomsday doesn't say anything. This is all provided through like exposition. And there's this random guy you bump into at the, the UAC station who kind of delivers all the exposition for you. And even calls you Doom guy. And he goes, <laughs> oh, sorry. Shouldn't have. It's very cool. Uh, yeah. So, and then you create the the figure that is the the form the, the the form of the devil of the of the dark lord, which is just an alternate version of you, the doom guy, which is mad. So, in terms of their universe, their fucking dark lord is the doom guy. That's dope. So then, when you, when you kick into the second the second DLC, obviously you're that you try to shoot the you try to shoot him with your shotgun because they're the quickest DLC ever. He's like, nah, bro, we're in a holy place. That ain't happening. You and I will see each other very shortly. Meet me at this space. And he fucking phases off. And then you have to go to this other world. You have to like light this beacon to let the certain people know that you want to fucking fight the demon, the dark lord, the devil, or whatever. And you fly a dragon at some point or a demon dragon thing, which is bonkers. And then, of course, they introduce more demons and shit for funsies. For so, funsies. Yeah, yeah, so you've got, like, obviously, in, in the base <clears throat> game, the Marauder was the the intensest one. Yeah. Like, there was the Marauder, who was probably more, because he has, he, even though he had very clear, um, 
what's it called when like you watch their moveset happen in front of you and you time it like a pattern like a pattern thank you like, why can't you the word pattern yeah he has his own <laughs> unique pattern where you can easily like game yeah, yeah, it yeah. where they had like the the big horn fuck and uh he was the one that was like just brutal like he mm. just unnecessary amount of health unnecessarily hard but the marauder would kick your ass but you could game him where this guy just got pound him out for a while hot um so in the in the dlc number two uh, they add those big horn fucks, but then they gave them armor and a fucking missile and like a landmine. So you have to, so that you have to either then blow up their landmine or destroy their armor and then just continuously punch them with bullets until they fuck off. Oh, sounds wonderful. Yeah, so there's a lot, like it's a lot more bullet sponginess, better or worse, depending on how you like to play Doom. I guess. Yeah, yeah. But what now that I'm back in that loop, I'm nowhere near what I was. I, I certainly couldn't bump it back up to normal like I did with the main game. But it is becoming a more easier grind now, yeah. which is which is fine. They've, they've, there's this new cool thing they have. They essentially have little arenas, um, which Doom itself is arena based. But they're kind of like you light this torch, it creates a circle, and then enemies just come at you into like a wave. Okay. Uh, yeah, like you just got to sort of remember. Because there's obviously there's with all these new additions and they'll give you little codex information about, hey, this is how you take out these new enemies. But as you said, it doesn't tell you how to take out the old ones. You yeah, almost yeah. have to like remember what it was like to take out the fucking beholder or whatever, or whatever they call in this game. Um, all those little rhino pricks that run at you, the pinkies. Um, <laughs> little rhino yeah, and like, and no, most because most the reason I'm swearing at the game so hard is because oh, I, those bloody minotaurs and their flying saucers. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, well, yeah. The, <laughs> the ones that like have the hover and shield. I'm like, why do you have a hover? Why do you have a shield and you hover? You're the worst. Um, but yeah, there, there was a what? There, there was no rage quit. There was a lot of rage though. <laughs> this poor arm piece did get a lot of punching. Um, and then I had that it's twenty bucks. And then I had yes, yeah, slapping that. <laughs> Chopping the chair. But then I had that moment of fuck this. And then I, I didn't rage quit. But I'm like, it's one o'clock. I'm probably should go to bed. Came into bed, woke up, sat here in the morning. He's like tossing and turning all angry and punching his pillow. <laughs> Chopping the pillow. Um, yeah, wake up, come in, come in here first. And I'm like, all right, I need to get this done. First right. Like, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Game's great. <laughs> like, if you, if you can get over that hurdle of getting your ass handed to you and then... But like the what I loved about Doom Eternal and what I, uh, in the in the base game and what I love here as well is just that loop. That loop is, yeah. is cool because once you suss it out and you re- like it's not not quite like everyone's gonna get mad at this comparison. Not like Dark Souls, but in the same way that like you when you fuck up, you know that you fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's thankfully it's not as as unforgiving as say a Soulsborne game would be. Except when you get like mangled through a wall by a sword in a Dark Souls yeah, game. Yeah, so that fuck. That sucks. That, that's like, that's not on me. That's no. not my fault. <laughs> but I mean, like, the only time that I've ever really get handed to me in this game is if I don't, if I stop moving. Yeah. I, and I mean, the game's designed around not moving. Like, you've got so much, you know, you've got the aerial double jump. You've yeah. got multiple dashes. Like, it's designed to be fast paced. Yeah. So the second that I stop in a location and, and, I, and I start getting hammered or I get trapped, because that's happened a couple of times, so I stop in a corner and I grab the mini gun, like, da-da-da-da, and then everything just swarms me, like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. And then you're to try to get out of it and also get everything you need. So, like, yeah, it is one of those things, like, okay, I need I need to do this. And just like the base game, there is always enough ammunition, there is always enough health in that space if you are willing to do it. Yeah. Because, if oh, there's no ammo pickups, chainsaw, you know, uh, uh, glory kill people. There's yeah, no yeah. armor, 
use your belch, fire belch. There's no ammo, chainsaw them. You are given all the options that you need oh, to yeah. achieve in that space. And it's just about how you choose to use them, how you choose to, to complete it. <clears throat> and if you don't, like, it's not as if they intentionally shortchange you. You will always have everything you need. And plus, if worse comes to worse, you have a portable nuke to shoot at them. Yeah. Which I used lots to get through the first year. <laughs> and like there were some there were there were some encounters where when you walk in, there's a BFG yeah. ammo right there. Like, okay, this is gonna get fucking brutal. And they know and they gave it to you as a freebie. Yeah, yeah. So like they know like because the idea is if you've done the base game, if you've done DLC one, as you head into DLC two, you're probably either be good at the game or you're gonna get your ass kicked. So like I I I appreciate that rather than the what 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 the sense that I get from Souls board games is like you were gonna die, suck it. We're here. It's like you are going to die, but we have given you every tool to, to achieve. Yeah, yeah. Like we are not intentionally pulling something away from you to make it harder. Yeah. yeah. We have made it hard, but we've given you every possible tool. And I've said that like four times, but I want to stress that point because there are times where even myself, we're in those encounters, being like, "There's not enough health. There's not enough ammo. The fuck." And it's not the game that is me. Yeah. I am not. I'm, I'm in in short playing it wrong. Doom great. Easy one of the best games of last year. And this DLC is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vivla Dill in the chat adds, uh, I uninstalled the game after dying 20 times at one point for about 30 minutes into the DLC. Rip and tear it into an uninstall. <laughs> that I look, that I could understand. Like, I don't really get, I don't get determined all that often, but I suddenly got super determined in this game. Like, you know what? No, fuck you. I'm going to take this game. I'm going to beat it. <laughs> DLC. So I looked, I, I, I went to how long to beat, you know, like that yeah, website yeah. that tells you approximately on average how long it takes. First one's like five hours. Second one's like three hours. Here I am in like hour 12 of DLC one. I'm like, fuck me. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm like, all right, yeah. well, I've got to push. <laughs> That's fun. But no, that game's, that game's good. So we, we should also stipulate as well, big thank you to Bethesda Australia for providing us a code for Doom Eternal uh, back in the day. And they did provide us the deluxe edition, which allowed us to play both DLC 1 and 2. Um, so big thank you to them. Max, you and I have both been playing It Takes well, Two b- as b- well. Before we dive into another game that we've both been playing, mm. I, I started playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 again this week mm. because it launched on PlayStation 5 a couple of days ago. Yeah. Now, again, I, I'm like, I'm, I love this game. Super keen. Downloaded it straight away. When, when, you, when you go to the store to purchase the, the upgrade, it's like, hey, cool, you've purchased it. Do you want to download PS5 or PS4? Or both at the same time. Like, well, just want the PS5 version. Download the PS5 version, boot it up. Looks great. Looks fantastic. Go to start. My save file's gone. Have to download the PS4 version first to upload my save data for the Ugh. PlayStation 5 version to get it. I really, really hate this. I really wish they would f- solve it that I don't have to download two copies of the game to click one button and then delete the game. Because they did it with they they've done it with everything like it happened with Marvel's Avengers. Yep. The download the bloody not eighty gig file for for the PS4 version to click one button and then delete it. But like ah, it's just it's really frustrating. The game's great. It's it's I'm, I haven't re-downloaded PS4 yet. I think this is my excuse to replay the game because mm-hmm. I don't have anything unlocked. So I'm just gonna go back. It's a long game. Uh, I mean, um. Yeah. You just do your goals as you do them. Game looks so much better than it did. Like the, the game didn't look horrible on PlayStation Four, but it, it does now have that smooth four K sixty, and it's it's yeah. The sixty, I think, was that, the, probably the big yeah. change. <clears throat> so it's it's you know exactly the same. 
online works, I feel, a lot better than it did on PlayStation 4. Okay. Which is nice. Nice addition. I used to have a horrible time connecting to uh, connecting to online servers. I know a few of my friends could not connect at all. Um, I'm not having any issues now, so hopefully they don't either. Well, guess when it comes to the save thing, the thing that I don't understand is what like you're clearly uploading it from one server to another. That's yeah. how I that's how I read it, right? You're essentially converting it from one to another. What are you converting? What is it changing? Like mm. it can't be that staggering different. And I understand compared to show the Xbox, which has their smart delivery. So you are you are literally playing the same version of the game, but it's just got the extra shit in it. Yeah. Where with PlayStation as per the design, you know, using previous generational models, whereas you are you are now playing a new skew of said game, therefore it's not entirely the same, therefore it's not entirely transferable. Yeah. However, why can't it be? What like if it's if it's as easy as pressing a button going beep boop, then it should work. Cuz right like the only way I can think about it here is if you have to like using Marvel as an example, and then also using the uh, Tony Hawk as an example, mm-hmm. you're not up. You're uploading it to Activision's web server, right, and then sending it back with I Marvel. So. You Square Enix you're going up to Square Enix and you're bringing it back. So it's very likely that that isn't even changing the fucking file type. It's just moving it from one place to another. Why can't Sony do that same idea? Why does it have to go through that third party in order to get your save from one jet from one version to another? Dumb. Now, we're no, we're no software engineers. We have no idea what it takes to do so. It just doesn't seem that complicated. Yeah. Like, if they can do it, go bing, bing. Unless there's... Like, because I haven't actually looked at what the actual file type is, whether it even changes, whether if anything changes, whether it, it changes its... Anything. I was trying to think of some smart words there, but I've ran out. Um, that would be the determinant. There has to be someone that's looked at it and been like, okay, well... This is how they. This is how the saves change. I'm sure it changes. Like, I'm, sure, I'm sure it changes in some way. Otherwise, it um, they wouldn't do it. It obviously, obviously, something needs to happen. Whether that be like, yeah, who knows? You probably you probably send it to the server and they go, and they in the code it says PS4 and they go eep and put five instead <laughs> and, and, and then instead. it comes across. Uh, in the chat, Dash says, I can understand, but understanding the file structure for each version, there would be a conversion process there that would be difficult for each title to use the one to a process. It's probably what I was getting at. Like you said, like, it should be this easy. It's very possible that it is not. Uh, Viva Dil, as Yoshida is manually updating each same file when you send them off. Thank you, Shuhei. <laughs> uh, we knew Shuhei was brilliant and he's doing it. He's doing it for us. Yeah. He's being an absolute legend. One by one at his desk. What a champ. But yeah, it, it, it's obviously not. It would make sense if it were the same system, yeah. Because like how how can they how can the save file alter? Because when you're using a locked in OS like the PlayStation or the Xbox, like you, in order for it to function, you would presume it would need to be the same file type, right? Yeah. In the same way that when you take, oh, it's a very poor example. But when you take photos on your phone, it saves always at that one file type. It doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't let you change them. Yeah, because yeah. iOS goes, well, we know how to work with this format easily. There you go. Yeah. That would make sense. Yeah, of course. But also, not a fucking expert. Not even remotely close to one. Uh, it Takes Two. It Takes Two. Okay, so It Takes Two is from the same... I didn't come prepared. Joseph Farris. Yeah, so the guys behind... Um, He's like, this is a studio name. Yeah, A Way Out. Yeah. Uh, so it is that same... 
cooperative storytelling gameplay that you that they they did in the last game uh the premise of this game is you are a couple on the brink of divorce and your child is kind of obviously taking that to heart she's very upset and she turns you into dolls yeah and then a Hispanic book comes to life and fixes your I don't marriage. think he's Hispanic. I think he's supposed to be French. Is he? Because he sounds Mexican. Yeah, he, dri- <laughs> he really drifts between regions. Uh, there's lots of book gyration and <laughs> lots of, you know, sexy movements from the Book of Love. And he's trying to, you know, obviously this game being cooperative, you have to work together to get through the puzzles, to get through the levels, and it's going to fix your relationship. That's the idea. That's the idea. That's the idea. Now, I am playing this with my wife, mm-hmm. who is not a gamer at all. So, we we stuck to... Um, so, obviously, one person can play the, the mother, one person can play the father. So, I'm playing the father. My wife picked uh, the female character. She's playing the mother. And for some reason, I don't know I don't know why, but in this game, the father does all the driving in all the vehicle-based mm-hmm. areas. The mother does all the shooting and protecting. Uh-oh. Now, my wife is not a huge gamer. She's fine with... Puzzle platformers, like she plays, you know, she plays um, Tomb Raider and Uncharted and stuff. She's all right. The one thing she's she's having trouble with is moving, aiming, and shooting all at the same time. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, that's all she has to do in this game. During the puzzling sections and the platforming sections, she's fantastic. She's great. She's beating me through most of the areas um, and dying a lot less too, which is really embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> but when it comes to shooting... She's having a really rough time of it, and um, it's been it's been good because she got a little bit frustrated. Mm. And I'm like, just don't worry about it, you know. We'll work she's calming you just, down. No, I'm calming oh. her down. She's getting frustrated. I'm like, just don't worry about it. Don't stress. Just just when you can, please shoot this side and die. Mm. <laughs> it's fine. Don't stress. So she's we're we're we've been playing for about eight hours now. So we get to play every time my kid goes to sleep, which has been great. Uh, so we haven't played too much. I think we're about. Five levels deep, quote unquote. quote unquote levels deep. It's such an endearing game. Yeah, it's really good. The art style that you know the the father's just this this clay figurine, and 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 the mother is this little wooden doll that's got like crocheted. Clothes. It's it's such an endearing um, graphic style. The level design of these levels are fantastic. Like you move. You move through your own house to the to the garden outside, and you're you're swinging between trees and f- fighting killer bees and squirrels, and it's just I'm really enjoying this game. It's fantastic. The, the just the way that it uses uh, the cooperative play in in its in its puzzles and levels design is just absolutely fantastic. It's making me want to go back and play their first game because I never played a way out. Mm. Oh, that's cool. So I'm down to play it if you want. Yeah, um, I might take you up on that offer. It's just, it's just been, it's been really fun. Like, mm. despite, there's been times where we've, both my wife and I have been quite frustrated. We've hitting a point that's, that's, uh, that it's been a little bit too difficult just over experience in playing games. It's never, it's never too punishing. Like, obviously, because there's two of you, if one of you die, as long as the other person stays alive, you have infinite lives. Yeah. There is just, there's, there's no death unless you both die. And the checkpoints are very, very forgiving. Um, so, you know, both very experienced gamers and not so experienced gamers can definitely play this together and enjoy their time with it. It's, it's really well designed. Mm. Yeah. 
Very much so. Oh, I quickly want to address, uh, yeah, so Vividil goes, yeah, Hazelight Studios, by the way. I did say Hazelight yeah. before, but I didn't say it confidently because I'm like, isn't Hazelight a game? No, but Haze is a game. Yeah. Because the whole time I'm like, in my kick it over my brain, I'm like, is Hazelight a game or I'll just make that up? Hazelight Studios. Yeah. I didn't say it confidently. But yeah, so, so I've been playing it as well. I played about two, three-ish hours, I think. So I was playing uh, alongside Dash. Um, uh, he, he received a code for review and he, he and I were playing it together. Uh, so we got... So the, the, this, the way they kind of designate the game so far is areas, right? Yeah. So the first area is the shed. The second area is the garden. And then the third area is the, the bedroom of the daughter. And then there's more and more and more. Yeah, that's what, what, what. So we did the first... We just got into the, the third area. Um, Haze is a classic PS3 game. Yes, beautiful. I knew I wasn't. I knew I wasn't um, completely broken. But uh, yes, yeah, so we got up to just as we entered yep. the, the thing. So we did it. We did one run uh, on the Thursday night, so the day before uh, the day before it dropped. Um, yeah, and uh, for us, it, well, for me specifically, it was because it's, it's currently sitting in a ninety on Meta, which is doing great for your fantasy. That's by so the way. good for my draft pick. So I'm like, bullshit. No way is this worth a ninety. Motherfucker, it's worth a ninety. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. It's it's brilliant. Like, uh, a first of all, as you said, it's endearing. It's charming. There is so much just character in the world. Yeah. Uh, even though the the, the mum and dad are interesting characters alone, like one's kind of a bit more laid back and that has its own catches. Where the the mother is a bit more of a workaholic. She sort of does long hours and overtime, and so. If, you know for that reason she doesn't there's some parts about her daughter that she doesn't know and and for he as the bit more laid-back father there's some a lot of things that he hasn't done or supported mm. the family around so that was that's very interesting as well and um you know they're, they're part of it hits because like she's essentially does like minor voodoo magic on these yeah, dolls yeah. right so she's she makes a wish cries and it, you know, the, the tears hit the dolls and that's what makes them become dolls. So both her parents are in this sort of fucking waking coma in the in the house. That yeah. is so unnerving. It is because the little girl goes and talks to them. And she's like, you know, can we... Can, she's like, she the mums, for instance, passed out on the couch. And she goes up, she's like... Oh, you've got a headache again. She's like, yeah, you got a headache again. I, just, I was really hoping you could come and play with my toys. And the mum's just like, out of Beep. it. She's like, all right then. And goes away. And I'm just like, oh, that Which is... Which is horrifying because... When you're watching that, you look and you're like, oh my God, like this is a common occurrence. Yeah. Like there are times where the, this daughter has gone to seek her connection with her parents and they've given her nothing. I mean, it, it gets worse. I don't know if you're up to the bit. Because you work out very fairly early on in the game how to turn yourself back into a human. Oh, really? I'm not yeah. doing it. Okay, well, I won't, I won't mention that. But it, it's, it's heartbreaking. It's, it's oh so- yeah, no. They mentioned they're like, oh, they they have the realization that if the tears brought them to the thing, that they have to make her cry. I'm like, and they're like, yeah, we'll make her cry. I'm like, don't make your fucking kid cry. That's horrible. The, the dad, no joke, goes, let's just destroy her favorite toy. That'll make her cry. And I'm just like, whoa, oh. that's a little much, dude. That's so, ugh, you're like, that's you're literally in the middle of a divorce. This kid is absolutely wrecked by it and you're just like let's break her shit fuck <laughs> like we're not like, that, I don't think that will take away the emotional impact of when, when we get to this so obviously minor spoils, spoils I guess but like I think that's I think for me that sets the tone of what this game is because there is the it's the the we'll get into more of the nitty and gritty but like in terms of the specifics around the vibe that they're wanting to deliver mm. is these three individuals that are all disconnected 
And like yeah. ha- having the dad and having that limited disregard for her, but, her child I mean, says a lot about I mean, it, it's, it's not something that comes straight out. Like they do, like the, the parents have this back and forth because they're, they're like, you know, while they're doing their adventure, they're like, how are we going to do this? Like how, what's the best way to get ourselves back? Because at the moment, like all, all the care factor is, is still on them. Like they, they're not, the regard is just insignificant. Yeah, it's crazy. And like, because a lot of a lot of the there's a lot of bickering between the two of them um, about them. Sort of, is, is that a lot of that sort of what you would presume parent bickering yeah, yeah. to be? As of right now, the one thing that I've noticed a lot is there's a big focus on the dad not doing stuff. Yeah, not a lot about the mum not being there. It's primarily her berating him about not doing things, or which is. There's moments where they're, oh, yeah, no, we did this. You know, her and I did this. And she said, oh, I didn't know that. Why didn't you tell me? It's like, well, you weren't around. Yeah. But it's not, it's, it's not, it's not been a big through at the moment. It's mostly mm. about him not doing shit. But you see, you see that in some of the areas. Like you mentioned the outside area. There's a lot of photographs in a specific location. Oh. And a lot of those photographs, like one, on one of the parent is just missing. There are some of all three of them. Yeah. But majority of them is just one or the other. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, like it's, it's, as as a as a child of um, separated parents, divorced parents, it hits home a little bit in that way. Um, and as a parent myself as well, that yeah. it made me so it makes me look at like how I am as a parent. Um, so it's it's very very good in that sense. Yeah, yeah. Like, even though we've not obviously neither you or I have seen it through to its its final point yet, but it is like a, wow, this is this is something. And yeah, on top of that, the game is just beautiful. Mm. Like even something as simple as obviously because with the dad made of clay and the mum made of wood, how they reflect light is incredibly different and it's visible here. Mm. Like there's minor texture differences and it's so stunning. And there are times where, yeah, as Dash and I were playing, we've, you know, we've stopped and we've gone, whoa. And instead, we're looking at this vista. Like the second we, uh, you know, as I said, there's a uh, in the garden. Like we we're, we're in a tree, and we look out and we see a landscape, and we both literally like stopped and just went, "Damn, yeah." You know what I mean? And it was it was great. And like the combat's fun. And as you said, like in terms of there's simplicity behind it. So if you've got one person that's a strong game and one person that's a bit weaker gamer, you will work it out just mm. fine. Uh, so for context, I played the 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 female character because she had glasses. I was like, I have glasses, boot. Dash has glasses too, but I don't know why I picked it. Um, yeah, so I ended up shooting all that sort of stuff. It was it was great, and I'm really really enjoying it. So yeah, and so so much so that like I I'm going to buy it now. Um, so that way I can, I don't have to, I can plan on my own with my, my wife. Yeah. So I, um, I, I bought it through, I have, uh, yeah, access or yeah, yeah. whatever the hell their thing is. So I yeah, got it for like no. 10% less or whatever yeah. it is. So I think it cost me about 50 bucks. Yeah. Even at 60 bucks. And then, dope. and then obviously, uh, similar to their last title, uh, when you boot it up, you can invite a friend to play. The friend gets a download code. They can download it. They can play the whole game through with you for nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you send the code to someone else, those two people that got codes can each play the first chapter for f- for free. Yeah. And then they'll be prompted to be like, hey, do you want to buy the rest of it? It's a pretty good system. It's a great system. And it's the same thing that had No Way Out as well. Yeah. 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 But yeah. So like, I, I enjoyed No Way Out. There were some things about the at the time that this is from Recollections. I played it at launch um, with, with Paul from Player 2. And... 
I remember some of it was a bit stiff. Yep. I'm like, oh, okay, no, I can I can see what you're trying to do here. But some things weren't landing for me, but a lot a lot of things were landing. So I was like, but this is from memory. So I've seen a little bit of gameplay. Um, I, one of one of my one of the streamers that I watched was playing it with Adam Cole. Baby. <laughs> um, so I've watched a little bit of it, but it looks. I definitely be down to play it. Well, I'm super down. If you want to play it and stream it at some point, that's um sounds good. Let's do it. Oh, hang on, Ryan, you need to buy it to get the trophies to pop. Well, I'm fucking buying it. I I, I didn't. Oh, I want trophies. I've been getting trophies out the wazoo because my wife keeps killing me. <laughs> you get so many trophies for like a rando death. Well, it was one of those things. Like I was running, and it, cause there's a thing where you've got to use the nails to like hold a, a boss's arm down. Yeah, I went and I just got pierced by Dash because I I was like, he's like, all right, you ready? I'm like, yeah, and I start running for some reason, and I just get straight pierced into the wall. The, the second Ellie got access to the hammer, she's like, and just squished <laughs> me. I was like, thank you so much. Well, I want trophies, so I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to pick it up. Decision made. Because like No Way Out was not from recollection, it wasn't a hard platinum. No, I haven't got the platinum, of course. It was just more of like play things and do these little side things, and you'll be fine. Yeah. Um. Oh, Ali's funny. There's there's a, in one of the levels there's um what I assume to be like they're interactable little mini games. Little no no no. So they're, they're toy rockets, and you you, oh, yeah. you can kick them and they launch. And Ellie's like, we have to find them all. I bet you there's something if we find them all. And just like through all the levels, she's just running around trying to find all these rockets to kick. Yeah. I was like, yeah, probably. It's a round. Well, cause I'm not a big trophy hunter, but like I'm not someone that will. I love the idea of trophies. I just not. I'd neither have the the skill or the commitment to plat every game that I play. Yeah. Well, she got she got upset with me last night because we we just finished one of the puzzles in one of the levels. She's like. You, you cheated. I'm like, no, I didn't. What are you talking about? She's like, because it, it showed on the background um, some stars. And every time you got an item that you needed, one of the, the stars yeah. would fill in. So like, we didn't fill in all the stars. I'm like, it doesn't matter. We got the puzzle's complete. It's fine. I can get into where we need to do the door. She's like, no, but you didn't. But you didn't get all the stars. I'm like, but I don't need all the stars because like, I'm in. Like, let's just go. She's like, no, we have to go and get the other one. I'm like, but what's the point? Because we're just going to bring it over here to open the door, which is already open. Like, let's just, let's just go. <laughs> She was getting, she's like, no. See, that's what I would want. I'd be like, I need that star. That's my brain. So I, I appreciate Ali's fight. I was like, but the door is open. <laughs> oh, man, we've been talking real long about just the games we've been playing. We haven't touched any of the news yet. It's a good thing there's not much news. Good. Thankfully, it's a very quiet week. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, uh, A Way Out and A Way Out has been out for a long time. But It Takes Two is also out uh, at the moment. It is 100% worth it. It Takes Two up. might be the highest scoring game on my draft list this year, I think. I think it will be. It's like, it's just, it's got such a charm and like Hazelight have just blown away my expectations. I should, we should also also mention, regardless of how you play this game, the game is in split screen. So if you're playing it online, you still get split screen. So you can see what your partner is doing every second. Which is really, really handy because like, say like, Dash like, the thing was specific to Dash like, I don't know what I'm doing. Or there'd be time like, I don't know what I'm doing. And he'd look at my screen, I'd look at his and be like, oh yeah, go over that, do that. Yeah. Super easy. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and the, quick add in the chat, Way Out was a fun plat. Lots of cool stuff that makes you explore and experience cool stuff you might usually miss. Uh, from what I've seen, this plat looks like a Way Out. Just play the game and do a bunch of miss stuff, uh, misc stuff so you can do it in level select easy enough. Yeah. Sweet. Sweet. And like my wife and I haven't actually sat down and played a game together in a very, very long time. And I think this might be the one thing to be like, come on, let's go do this. 
It's good fun. I think it might be good fun. But anyways, let us know what you thought of uh, Doom. We talked about that about 45 minutes ago. And uh, and it takes two <laughs> in the comments below, wherever, Twitter, Discord, come chat to us and we'll talk about it. Anyway, this is a section we call Inform the Place. We tell you about what happened this week in PlayStation. So as we alluded to uh, earlier, Brian, the online stores who for the uh, PlayStation 3, PS Vita, and PSP may be closing soon. Oh, no. So according to a new report from Kirk McCann, of the gamer, Sony plans to shut down the online stores associated with the platforms PS, PS3, PSP, and PS Vita. Uh, the PS3 and PSP shops are supposedly being taken offline on the 2nd of July this year, while the PS Vita gets to live a little bit longer until the 27th of August. Sony will confirm the news at the end of this month, with the information coming from a source, quote, familiar with the situation, right. according to the website in question. Further supporting this claim, however, is Scourgebringer director Thomas Altenberger, whose game is getting a PS Vita version next month. He says that the team knew about the PS Vita online store shutting, uh, with it being, quote, the last game to be approved and produced, end quote. But, see, that's the thing. I know there are more games coming to Vita right now. They, 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 may, they may not even come out before August. PS3 makes sense. No one's making PS3 games anymore. PSP games, you like the they are still available through your Vita. I think the Vita needs a little bit longer, a little bit longer. But uh, in terms of where I stand, uh, yeah, it's cool. Like I, I don't, I haven't booted my PS3 up in the longest time. The Vita lives on the shelf. Um, I do, I don't like the idea of it going away. Because uh, I said that the big thing for me is. There's PS1 games on there, and if they're gone, they're gone. Yep. And w- without without anything right now to support the the backwards compatibility of playing PS1 uh, or, or, or PS3 games, because uh, like obviously PS Now exists, but not here in this country. Like there are there are titles identified as PS Now on the Australian PlayStation Store, but there is still no sign of it ever actually coming, and that is going to be a hurdle. Yeah. It's like, I just want to play fucking Metal Gear Solid 4 again. But I want to pull my PS4 out, PS3 out. Like, the PS3, two generations ago, makes sense. PSP, even longer. In terms of, like, time, not generations. But the Vita is still the Vita is still getting love. There are still games coming to it. Even though, play, even though PlayStation and Sony essentially stopped caring about it, about 45... I wonder if it's all stores or just a region store. I wonder if the store will stay live in Japan as opposed to out region. But it's all coming from the same place, right? Sort of. Don't know. I like like even like using Netflix as an example. Netflix has servers around the country, mm. but they all come from a central point, and like they, they get distributed around each of the small small servers. Yeah. If, if, if it all went to the one server, it would bottleneck and die. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, it's um. So it's. Yeah, it's concerning for someone like yeah. If if, if you look, so as uh, excited Kumquat in the chat jumps in, like you can if you join us on Twitch. For a company that is selling a digital only console, it is a poor move. Basically, saying in fifteen years it will be a paperweight if online stores have a fifteen year lifespan. So thankfully, you you, know, you and I have both bought physical, mm-hmm. but that is certainly true. Like this, I don't know about you, but this does put a lot of hesitation on the all digital future. Because the problem that we're going to have is that. You know, license that like you may have the license forever, but if you like the 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 store, the, if the storefronts removed, does that mean the all those games are removed? But I mean, in in theory, the same thing applies to physical media. Like at some point, the production of that physical media stops, and if your ship breaks, 
it's not replaced. You yes. can't get it back. You but, can't re-download but, it. Yes, What's but the... you can go buy it again. There will be, not, unless someone destroys every single. Yeah, I mean, there's disc. there's obviously a finite physical copy. Yeah, like, but it's not an obvious, on/off button. Obviously, it's not it's it's not going to get to the point where oh my god, I, there's literally no copies of this game available ever mm. anymore. But it could still happen in theory. It could like terribly, but you know, it could get. I mean, it could get to the point where it costs you a thousand dollars to replace it. You're not going to spend a thousand dollars to replace it. You've essentially lost that game. It's no longer available to you. But what about in terms of preservation, like the legacy of games? But I mean, they're stating like, that all games that you already own digitally you can still download. So they're not going away. You're just losing the ability to purchase new stuff. Okay. Nor new old stuff. Because <laughs> it'll be new to you, but it's old stuff. Like, you're going to be able to download your copy of Metal Gear Solid 4 because <gasps> you have it. Have you to. own it. Like, you you'd be able to download it. You just can't repurchase it again because mm. the store's going offline. Mm. You're not going to lose access to the stuff. You're just going to lose access to the ability to purchase the stuff. And the, on top of this, the issue that we're going to be facing is that, pardon me, current CEO, Jim Ryan, has been on the record of essentially saying, who the fuck cares about old games? Not a quote. <laughs> Not a quote. <laughs> <laughs> to paraphrase poorly. <laughs> to, to paraphrase. To put par- words in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to, to literally make up something he said. Uh, yeah, but no, he essentially has demonstrated very limited to little care about the the legacy of games or, you know, backwards compatibility. Look, everyone- Because I think his exact quote was, who the fuck wants to play- No, no, it wasn't. Because who wants to play Gran Turismo? But that's the thing. Everyone loves this idea of nostalgia and being able to play all their stuff. How often do you actually play old games? If nostalgia was so important, why did no one buy this? I didn't. My wife did. How many times have you used it? Twice. It's over there. Oh, shit, where is it? No, there it is. <laughs> yeah, it's over there. But that's what I mean. Like, everyone's always like, we want to be able to play our old stuff, but they never actually do it. Well, there has to be data to say. Like, because I, I know that there, there is data somewhere, but mm. you, like, it's, it's the problem of you going into a private ecosystem. Yeah. They have the power. Like, it's not a public library, which will ideally keep them forever, or a museum, right? They have the say whether it gets taken away, good or bad. And it, on, on, at, at, on the whole, fucking sucks. But I... I I, I see the problem. The, the problem that I think, and and this is the thing that I need to consider when it comes to, to looking at arguments like this, is that I am you and I are not the average gamer. Correct. You you and I, because of the nature of the content creation that we do, we are constantly looking forward. Very frequently, do we look back? Mm. So we are always going. What's coming out? What's new? What's coming? Review this. Play that. Da 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 da. So very rarely we go, oh, let's go back to PS3. Let's go back to fucking a game that came out a year ago. Like the idea, like, I'm like, oh, I want to play the Control DLC. Mm, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, that's, and that's the idea it is hard. That, we, that we face. Yeah. Uh, so Puck said he bought one, but he ripped it out and just put a, a Raspberry Pi in it. <laughs> that's dope. I, I did buy a specific USB just so I can plug it in. I mean, I must admit, I, ha- I have the SNES Mini. I bought the SNES Mini. Yeah. You I'm, play it often? Yeah, I actually use it all the time. Yeah, but SNES are really good games. 
Uh, and Kumquat <laughs> says, uh, Sony haven't officially released anything yet, so there is uh, officially, uh, so so much speculation at the moment. There are rumors that, that trophy syncing and access to games may also be affected. Just hoping they release a statement soon to confirm or deny exactly what's going on. See, this makes a little bit more sense because we know that when they allowed the ability to change your, your PSN name, that this is going to affect any games from X to Yeah, that like mad rippled. I have no idea how that affects... Like, it's crazy. So, obviously... You know, a lot of places... I can when tell you exactly how it works. Like. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure I know how yeah. it works. But, like, you know, you look at a lot of other places that give you uh, that that give you an account, essentially, number or um, phrase, and then you pick your username. Yes. The, this username is your actual yes. thing, and then it just fucks everything yeah, up so, when yes, you change that, it. That's 100%. So, like, the big difference Instead is- of just being, like, I, I'm this... Hashtag blah, 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 blah. It's just, I am just this. And once you change that, it just screws everything up. Literally. And that was the dumbest idea You couldn't be more correct. That's the dumbest idea. (laughs) Yeah. So you, so that is the big hurdle is that, yeah, the old system was just like, you're, you're Betson. All right. Fuck it. You're Betson. You committed. Right. Like, yeah, but can I change it to like a lowercase? No. Can I be Betson one? No. 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 Fuck you. (laughs) Good thing I like my gamer tag. (laughs) Yeah. Lucky. Yeah. Mine's just my Betson. Mine's just my surname. So it's super easy. Um, and I've never really need to change it, but like that, that, that's, I think once they worked out how to fix that and I, I imagine they're trying to rework the well, back end. That, well, well, what I, they, they will, they will have to fuck off that old back end. Well, my thing, uh, why didn't they, instead also, of, hey, McLovin. instead of going and doing what they did, why didn't they just add in a, a section that says, this is your screen name. Then you can change your screen name whenever you want. And then it just shows the screen name instead of Because your I have name. a feeling it's so baked in their back end <laughs> that it's fucked. <laughs> Probably. And like, because you got to remember when, when the PSN first started, it was an in-browser thing on your PS3. Yeah. It took a long time before it didn't become an app. Yeah. So that demonstrates how old all this coding and bullshit is. True. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's, yeah. it's something... And it's like something. it's something, and I, there had to be that point where they, in order to push the PSN into its new future, ideally, they had to fucking kick off the old, or they're just patching it so hard it doesn't work anymore. <laughs> they're doing some backburning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're essentially just burning off the old, the old uh, scrub in the back. Gross. Uh, I'll move on. To the next one. This one's all about emulation. So while we wait, while we wait for the official confirmation on the closing of said online stores, Max, a, pa- a patent has been dug up by Reddit, which seemingly reveals plans for trophy support in emulated titles. Quote, a trophy trigger is detected during emulation of the game by comparing a memory value of the emulation game to a predetermined value and assigning one or more trophies to the user based on the detected trophy trigger, the abstract the abstract explains. An extremely similar document was published almost 10 years ago, although this new one does have an application date of the 30th of January, 2020. Sick. Yeah, we're never getting emulated. No, that's place, <laughs> we're never getting, no, no. I don't think it's the idea is really cool, but I'm a fuck right now, then. No, no. So it's not even going to add because they're yeah, saying so it's 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 similar to the online source. Yeah, like Sony literally don't care. Yeah. So let's talk some Baftas, right? Baffled. The Last of Us Two picked up three awards in animation, game of the year, and perf- and uh, it picked up the award for the best performer in lead role for Laura Bailey playing uh, uh, Abby. Well deserved. Well deserved. Uh, other Sony exclusive titles, Sackboy, Ghost of Tsushima, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and Dreams all took home awards also. Uh, it's weird. So the Bathers have like what they refer to as the EE game of the year, and then they have the best game. Like One of their categories is best game, which Hades won. Hades is best game. Yeah, but 
like what how is one game whatever ee is i could have no idea game of the year but one is best game how can one thing win game of the year if the best game is already given to well, something may, else? maybe maybe whatever the ee not one saying is. that not saying that last of us 2 didn't deserve it because it was great maybe it's more of a like a this is the factual one <laughs> and this is like ob- objective and subjective yeah. it's like look objectively the last of us is by far the better game in these number of ways yeah objectively fucking Hades rocks you know what I mean that's what Hades it could be so I haven't good. played Hades personally oh, Hades is so good because um, it's not on console the second it's on console I'm suddenly going to give shits about it I mean but it is but it's just not on the console not the console that I want to play on which is, which is the hard one uh, interestingly enough uh, speaking of uh, the uh, of film and television uh, as we know PlayStation Productions has some plans in the work a new one they're once again branching out one of its properties to the big screen as Deadline reports that a Ghost of Tsushima film is happening, which is good, which means people will say the name correctly once it becomes a film. Or they'll get it wrong in the film. Oh, and then everyone will say any Quote, we're excited to be partnering with Chad. Yeah. And 8711 Entertainment to bring the, the their vision of Jin's story to the big screen. We love working with creative partners like Chad. Who's Chad? It's the guy from John Wick. It's jo- it's Chad St- Stalinsky. Stalinsky. Oh, dope. I thought it was just some dude named no, Chad. No, it's the it's the guy who did John Wick. Oh, so we're, oh. Get, we're getting we're getting John Wick as Tsushima. Oh, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna kill Jin's dog at the start of the movie. Oh, I have a mental erection. That's gonna be awesome. Um, <laughs> shout out to Chad. Uh, we love working with creative partners like Chad, who have a passion for our games, ensuring we can we can create rich adaptions that will excite our fans and new audiences. Quote end quote. Read statement from PlayStation Productions head Asad Quizlibash. Dope name. Uh, taking to Twitter, Sucker Punch tweeted, "Quote Ghost of Tsushima on the big screen!" Exclamation mark. We're huge fans of Chad uh, Staleski and can't wait to see his take on Jin's journey. Exclamation mark. End quote. Cool. I didn't want to didn't want to scream, so I, I emphasized the exclamation mark. I mean, Ed, neither you or I really cared for the story, man. But like having played, him I do played, the action, I played way more of the multiplayer than the actual story of Ghost yeah. of Tsushima. But they've obviously got someone who knows can do knows knows the genre well. Yeah, yeah. So it's gonna be good. Well, because like John Wick, fantastic, obviously, and then nobody, the one with um, uh, uh, Odenkirk, Bob Odenkirk. Is out. Soul. Soul. Yeah, better call Soul. You know, and he's essentially doing John Wick, but with Soul. Um, which <laughs> is Soul. dope. Like, I haven't seen it yet, but like I saw the trailer and I'm like, when is this coming? Can yeah, I, would, I give it my money already? I wouldn't mind seeing it. I want to see it now. Oh, this kind of movies. You and me, hot date. Alright, sounds good. Um yeah, I just want to see mass violence. It looks fantastic. And I think in terms of delivering that awesome level of like hard, realish violence, I think m- this dude can probably deliver yeah. that from a action filming standpoint. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I think he'll I think he'll be able to handle the property really well. Yeah. In terms of the and I think story, it'll you know, I think it'll Yeah, well, having not knowing the story, I wonder how well it'll translate to the big screen. Yeah. And apparently Sucker Punch uh are creative consultants. Yeah. So that's I mean, fantastic. That makes sense. Big time. Also, last week, Chad. Mm. Right. The future game show happened this week. I didn't know. So the future game show spring showcase happened earlier this week. Uh, there is way too much news and announcements and surprises to go through everything, but basically, uh, they showed off the first gameplay and or game screening of the Lord of the Rings Golem. Looks like asshole. Golem looks really weird. Like, really weird. Oh, the Wednesday looks asshole. I've seen way worse games, but I look at it, I'm like, ooh, I do not want to play uh, there, you. there were a lot of Sony games there. I think Kena, Bridge of Spirits got a little bit of love. I think the new 
Oddworld game, Sosom. Yes, yeah, Sosom. Was there? It discussed that there's a physical edition coming the month after. The following after, because obviously it's launching on PlayStation Plus next month. Nope, yeah, next month after. No, uh, yeah, is it next- April or is it May? June. Fuck, I don't know anymore. I don't even know. It's coming um, at some point. It's coming soon. It's launching on PlayStation Plus. And like, there's point. a physical edition, which means it has a statue. The statue looks fantastic. Not $250 fantastic. Saying the guy that almost put that that sadly missed out on buying a uh, the Resident Evil Seven four hundred fifty dollar fucker. I don't think I, I don't think the the Abe statue is that that good, but it's fantastic. Mm. It looks great. But there was like forty odd announcements and game showings and stuff. So go check it out. Is that cool? Was it War Hospital? Yeah. So the uh, one of the uh, War Hospitals coming to PlayStation four and five next year. Uh, it seems to be similar to that of like Two Point Hospital, but. In World War Two, oh, so you set up like war hospitals. That could be a betting game. Nah, I think it's a betting game. Oh yeah, <clears throat> uh, but yeah, if you want to check it out, there's a bunch of cool things in there. Uh, a lot of yes, yeah, more independent sort of games. So and, many and it's kind games, of things yeah. that are fo- they're coming out within the next couple of months. Yeah, so no long term stuff. It's just sort of the except for Lord of the Rings: Golem, which is next year. Yeah, the near future game show. Yeah, I think it was maybe it was supposed to be sooner, and then they realized it was bum, so they pushed it. Uh, speaking of games that aren't bum, uh, Outriders. With the game launching this week, developer People Can Fly have detailed how they will be dealing with cheaters in their upcoming looter shooter. These are th- th- those identified as having cheated will have a quote discreet but visible watermark, big peen on the side of their face, <laughs> placed on their HUD at all times, meaning any gameplay they share online can immediately be identified as illegitimate. They will still be able to play the game. But the studio is also preventing them from matchmaking with players who do follow the, the rules. Gamers, uh, sorry, cheaters will only be able to team up with other cheaters online. Very similar to Fall Guys, I guess. Yeah. Which means that matchmaking process will take a lot longer. People Can Fly will check all accounts on launch day and then at regular intervals after release. Of the 2 million players who sampled the Outriders demo, 200 were identified as cheaters. It's not bad. Max. It's not bad. Hey, I didn't cheat. It wasn't you. That wasn't me. Quote, we can, we can see you all. Yes. Even the person who gave themselves 600 legendary weapons. End quote. The developer <laughs> posted on Reddit. People Can Fly then goes on to outline what it considers breaking the rules. Uh, in, dot. Intentionally running the game on PC with, without easy anti-cheat. Two. Modifying game files to enhance a character, levels, skills, inventory, etc. Three, externally modifying game time to reduce time-dependent features such as vendors and challenges. So no doing the old time travel trick of just changing the system clock by an hour and then being like, yep, I waited my hour. I'm good now. (laughs) Using a trainer program or similar to gain advantages within the game. And finally, number five, using gameplay altering programs such as aimbots or wall hacks. So obviously with this being a cross-platform... title yeah most of these are going to be aimed at the pc players yeah because fucking pc are the worst and it's interesting that uh it's a good choice to put the cheese with the cheese because it means that you can't have random people join your lobby drop all this crazy stuff and then all of a sudden you're branded as a cheater because you've got hacked weapons and yeah all this other stuff so that's good yeah it's, it's just that i referred to the um to four guys right with the idea is like they all got put on their own shitty fucking <laughs> server where they all cheat against each other and like no one really wins like that's was that's such a good idea. Yeah, it's it's a really good idea, and it's obviously it's good that they're implementing it already. They did say that if you cheated in the beta, mm. if you delete your account and start fresh, 
you won't be tagged. Oh, that's cool. Like, so look, they'll, we've they'll, given, they'll, you, we've they'll, given you an out. Yeah, they've given you an out. You you got to delete all your characters or you, like everything. You can start again fresh, and you won't have the little cheater watermark. <clears throat> so yeah, it, 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 you mentioned being being a, I mentioned that I cancelled my proud. Yeah, yeah. Why? So because uh, you were pretty keen on it. I am still keen on it. I'm just not gonna pay for it because I can play it on Games Pass. <gasps> I, I, I know. It's, it's totally really hard to pay 120 bucks for a game that I technically already quote unquote own. It's definitely hard to pay 120 bucks for a game, man. <laughs> so brutal. And because it's cross platform, I can still play with all my friends anyway. Because mm. like, most of the time we're in a Discord chat. Because you know, all yeah, you the, all chat systems suck on all consoles, in my opinion. Oh, did you hear the rumor mill this week that apparently Mark's looking at buying Discord? Yeah, I'm really upset about that because if they put Discord on Xbox, it means they're they're going to get rid of their crappy party chat. And you're going to be able to make chats in Discord, and it's going to be so much better. It's better for everyone playing Xbox. It's better, for, way better for everyone. <laughs> but but in in the same way, like maybe they own it, but then just license I mean, it. Skype's dead anyway. Skype fucking sucks. Skype sucks, bomb. Discord is where it's at. Yeah. But. Yeah, do you think if if Microsoft does buy that, do you think they'll they won't limit it? I mean, if they do, it'll, if they do, my first thought is what happens to like, uh, what is it? Discord Nitro? Do I get like Nitro credits because I, I own Games Pass? No. Like, do I just get like free server boosts because I'm a, a Games Pass dude? Because mm. like I own an Xbox, I don't play it often, but I have Games Pass, so I never ever have to buy a game for an Xbox for my Xbox. I just always got something to play when I want to. You know, when I feel like playing something, which is not often anymore, I must admit. My Xbox is now the Disney Plus machine in the land. Uh, my Xbox is still at my brother-in-law's. <laughs> and I gave it to him in... A year ago. <laughs> a year ago. It's literally a movie box. I gave it to him at the start of the pandemic. He's like, I can't, we can't go anywhere. I can't do anything. Can I get your Xbox? I'm like, sure. Yeah. And I was going to use it to trade towards my, my PS5. And then I forgot. And... He still has it. It's our lounge room media center because our TV is so old that the Samsung app store doesn't work anymore. <laughs> Mine's pretty close to that. So it's got the Xbox plugged in so I can use like Netflix and all that stuff. Yeah. It's a very expensive So game. I got the PlayStation, the old PS4 in there, yeah. Pro in there, which is essentially James. That's right. So my four-year-old has his own fucking PS4 Pro. What a prick. <laughs> what a prick. All right. Kojima Productions. Kojima Productions artist uh, Yoji Shinkawa may have just dropped a hint on when we can expect a new game announcement from the studio. In an interview with YouTube channel AI Hub, as reported by VGC, Shinkawa is asked about the developer's next project. He replies, quote, well, yeah, I'm doing something for sure, and I could tell you probably that we can announce it quite soon, end quote. How kind of quote is that? <laughs> Not to mention, Kojima is constantly posting shit on his Twitter that's so cryptic and nonsensical you'd never work it out anyway he's probably dropped the name of the new game and the release date for it none of us would know yeah so as the name of the episode suggests if we want Death Stranding 2 do we want Death Stranding 2 yeah 100% what can they do no, probably nothing I just I would like a game I don't know I don't know I want more stories like they told in this game like the, the character development and the character stories of all the people that played a role in Death Stranding was just so amazingly well told mm. uh, I want more of that I don't necessarily need it to be in that same world but I want more of that so you just you essentially just want more Kojima yeah sure which is cool because like, that's, that's the thing if I look at it with like 
because even even like Metal Gear sometimes it's like, oh, how are you gonna like? What would the next one be? And it's like, oh, you somehow managed to deliver the next Metal Gear. Dope. Yeah. And I guess that's what that's the same thing that we would see here, right? It's like, well, how would he how would he add to Death Squared? Because he talks about Death Stranding. Not Death sorry, Death Stranding. Death well, Square, I mean, <laughs> very different game. Uh, I've talked about Death Stranding because he talks about it being a new genre, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, he could add to it because you we have no idea what happened to the rest of the world. That's true. Oh, that's we literally true. just America. linked America. That was it. Australia. Who knows what's happening down in, in Australia? We, we've got kangaroo BTs down here. Oh, that's, well, that, would, that would suck so hard. Like drop bear koala BTs. <laughs> like, that, weird, that weird growl that koalas do and you're like, yeah. oh shit. And then it gets you and gives you chlamydia. And we've got like ghost spiders and like all the other kind of stuff. They don't even need to put monsters in this game if it's in Australia. <laughs> Death Stranding out there. That's what I mean. Like, we, we literally know nothing about the rest of the world in that game. It just was America. Well, see, that's the big thing as well, because, like, it is, like, Kojima is very clearly infatuated with American culture. Yeah. And, like, we can see that from something as simple as Metal Gear. Like, if you look at Metal Gear and just its focus on the character, like, you know, like, Solid Snake is literally Snake Plissken from Gangs of New York. Mm. Um you know, and then you've got Bowie, even though technically he's not American. But um, you mean like you've you've got all these direct influences from eighties action movie yeah. pop culture, and unless he's kind of decides that in terms of eighties movies, like take the trip into Mad Max and jump into Australia, like it'd be interesting. Like for me, I would just be like give me whatever, man. I still hope that one day we see whatever Silent Hill is. Um, you know, there was all that rumor mill for the longest time that he was working on a remake of Silent Hill. That would be dope. Uh, but not a remake, sorry, a new, a new, a new Silent Hill game, but some, was it? No. Yeah. Right. Cause it wasn't, there wasn't there. I remember that there was a rumor mill that he was getting back onto it again. Well, he was working on it was, something, but it was like, with PlayStation. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. Like personally, I just give me anything. Like, because you know, as we discussed at, around our time of Death Stranding with the review, with the review, was I, I like I had that internal conflict: am I a Death Stranding? Sorry, am I a Metal Gear fan or am I a Kojima fan? And we learned very quickly that I'm in fact a Kojima fan. Yeah. So for me, if he comes out and tells me anything, I'm gonna be like, I have no idea what you just said. Maybe don't. Special. Maybe don't. Uh, hopefully, he doesn't do the rollout that they had of Death Stranding because we saw a lot of Death Stranding constantly, but not much. Yeah. Like they showed a lot, but what they showed was. Not much. Very true, but In also he had a very of... close release date too. Yeah. So Death Stranding w- released a year about sixteen months ago, yeah. right about. Not even. So like, there's it's very unlikely he'll have anything. He might have something in the back end of this year because that'll make it two years and he's able to deliver Death Stranding in only a couple of years. Well, obviously, he had the advantage of not needing a game engine because he picked up the Decima engine yeah. that was, that's running. Which he could do that him. again as well yeah. and, and there's nothing wrong. Because that engine obviously is immaculate. They're, they're not changing it between Horizon and Forbidden West, are they? They're not. No, no. It's still it's still being used for Horizon. Um, one thing I found out recently, I don't know whether this is correct or not, but I did hear this and I went, oh, that's cool. Apparently, it's the same engine that you ran uh, Until Dawn. Yeah. yeah, I was like, "Oh, that's a fun fact." Uh, yeah, so that's the thing for me. I'm like, that's, like, give me, give me, give me. But I, the 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 other thing as well is that we know that he was there was allegedly uh, doing something with Stadia, right? Yeah, so he's done the exclusive thing with PlayStation, which he then which then was broken when it came to PC. 
We know he was planning on allegedly in talks for something exclusive with Google. Uh, now, one of the people, one of the, many people would have noticed that uh, one of the last things with Phil Spencer, he had a whole Ludens, the spaceman on his shelf, or the baby, one of the two. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's possible that Microsoft, with all their money that they are just happily splashing around right now, do you think it's possible? that Kojima might work with Xbox exclusively. I mean, anything's possible. Mm. And like, it's really hard to be like, no, or yes. Like, anything's possible. Well, let's, let's, throw, out like, pro- let's it, throw out those pros and cons. Like, it depends on what his deal is, or what his deal was with Sony. Second party. Mm. So, yeah, so as they are not a, a first party studio, the idea is Sony essentially helped fund the creation of Death Stranding. Uh, Kojima owned and retained all the IT, yep. uh, IP rights with the idea of just, we've helped fund it. It's exclusive here for us. That'd be dope. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then Microsoft can do the exact same thing. They can be like, here's a stack of money. Make us an exclusive game. You keep everything. Yeah. Because to, you know, this is, admittedly I did I was thinking I was listening to another I was listening to another podcast earlier in the week and I was sitting in my car because I was driving uh, home from work when they, were, when they they talked about this I was like like I, I kind of had that moment of hypocrisy when it comes to exclusives like I'm never someone that stand, stands here and be like PlayStation needs exclusive demand like I'm not this big fucking exclusive collect, collector person right? I'm not like no one can else can play these games like right now if you have people can play you know the PlayStation but first parties on PC, fucking good on them. That's amazing. Yeah. I have no issue with that at all. But then someone mentioned the idea of like, what if Microsoft buy it? I'd be like, well, that'd be shit. That's not very fucking fair. And they're like, oh, wait, hang on. <laughs> I mean, the good one, the, the good example would be like uh, MLB The Show, for instance. Yeah. It's been Sony exclusive. That's dope. So Spread that shit out. It's now everywhere. You would be Devo if it wasn't on PlayStation. If just the exclusive rights just changed hands and they just went to Microsoft. Yeah. You'd be shattered. Because I think there's a big difference between releasing something on one and then taking it away yeah. and shifting it over. But, you know, and, and an example would be like Sunset Overdrive, right? Because this, this was the thing I thought about. Like Sunset Overdrive came out exclusively on PlayStation. It's made by Insomniac Games, which are now owned by PlayStation. So if that were to make a second... You mean it came out on... It was an Xbox exclusive. Yes. Sorry. It was an Xbox exclusive. Sorry, I got really confused there for a second. I'm like, hang on a minute. My brain said Xbox. My mouth processed something different. It happens all the time. So, yeah. So, if PlayStation were to come out and make make uh, Sunset Overdrive 2 and it was exclusive to PlayStation, I would have an issue with it, personally. Would you have an issue with it if they came out and made Sunset Overdrive 2 and made it exclusive to Xbox when they're owned by PlayStation? No. But in this circumstance, it would if they made it cross play like, like it's getting to the it's getting to the point where obviously there's a few PlayStation exclusives coming out this year that are going to have a Microsoft splash screen because they're, 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 they're those developers now owned by Sorry. Microsoft. But but the point I'm making is like if if Sony were to make Sunset Overdrive two and it's exclusive to PlayStation, I'd be like that's a bit shit. Yeah. Because you're directly hurting the... Like, that is direct hurting yeah, yeah, the course. fan base for that game. If they released it and then made it multi-platform, sick. Like, yeah. that's... like as a, even, even though it's technically a first-party studio, they are not intentionally hurting fans of the original game. Yeah, of game. course. It's same as, like, Titanfall, right? Titanfall 1, original Xbox exclusive. Then they made it multi-plat. Bang. I have no issue with that at all. 
if they went the other way and went exclusive Xbox here, but to, I think, I'm I'm sure this has happened in the past. There's got to be played like, but weirdly enough, using Kojima as an example, you what, what, cannot sequels have come out on one platform but not another. Yeah, like you cannot play. Uh, oh, Bayonetta three will be doing it because one and two were on are, are on things, but three is only having a switch. Uh, Marvel's Ultimate Alliance is only on Switch. Yeah, that was that was dumb. Um, that's answered my own question. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so right now you can play Metal Gear Solid two and three on Xbox anytime you want, but you can't on PlayStation at all because backwards compatibility. But that's not that's not a that's not a developer issue. That's a different issue entirely. Very much so. Yeah. I'm just saying, in terms of like, it's weird that like the history is locked. In ways. Yeah, but I mean, all the co- all the companies do some weird shit. Like, for instance, this weekend, if you don't buy Super Mario Brothers oh, All Stars by that, the hey. end of this weekend, it is gone forever. Apparently, yeah, the game just that. does not exist anymore. Because yeah, like Nintendo, gonna should I buy it? I'm thinking about it. Because mm. like, you've got like two days left. If you don't buy it now, apparently, it's just never going to exist anymore. Which seems bizarre to just put this arbitrary date of like when you're not going to sell it to you anymore after this date. It's so bizarre. Probably a lot of Mario games are dying tomorrow. They're dying on the 31st. Yeah, well, I think that that, that Mario Battle Royale game is also disappearing on that day as yeah. well. Weird. Yeah. Weird. Weird stuff. Anyway, Ryan, the next one's for you. Oh, Resident Evil! It's very short. Uh, Capcom <laughs> has announced that the next Resident Evil uh, showcase will take place at some point next month, so that's in April, uh, linking in with the Japanese publisher's 25th anniversary plans. Happy happy 25th anniversary to Resident Evil. Did you see the big, uh, the, the, the bloody timeline How good is it? infographic? Oh, loved it uh an exact date hasn't been revealed just yet and neither have any specific details so the ex- expectations can be uh correctly aligned uh all we know now is that is it's happening in april and that capcom quote doesn't want to spoil any surprises so one thing you will know is that reverse uh reverse no yes. yeah yeah reverse. reverse is uh public beta this coming next month so on, in april on playstation 4 and backwards compatibility with yeah PS5. so i played it on the closed beta using the resident Evil ambassador program um it's average but maybe there's been some changes between now then and now because i think that may technically have been an alpha so i'm interested in that but for me it's just more give me more village give me more uh whatever the fuck they plan on doing because we talked about it here before i am a new resident evil fan um but like I have become such a, a, an avid fan in the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll see the trailer for the new Netflix re- Resi. Yep. The ne- next movie or whatever. That'd be cool. I'm sure they got a ton of surprises up there. Oh, to, especially for 25 years. Hard aroused. Quick pitch, Ryan. Yes. Returnal has gone gold. It has. Congratulations to the team over at Housemark, which hopefully means review codes are <laughs> bad soon. Uh, hopefully it doesn't mean what happened with Cyberpunk and that it's gone gold. And no, I think Cyberpunk no- would be the only exception <laughs> then, to that And then he's rule. now no longer on the PlayStation Store. I have a doubt PlayStation will ever let that happen again. Yeah. yeah hopefully. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima has sold 6.5 million copies. God damn. Go them. Hitman 3 is getting a seven-part DLC campaign themed around the seven deadly sins. Sick. Cool. And Dreams is back in viral news with realistic office carpeting. I, I saw some things recently. I'm like, damn, this looks really good. I think it was carpet or something else. Yeah, so basically the, the, the image in question is just 
you're in an office. There's office carpet. It's just got this crazy light coming through it. And it looks real. It just looks real. I was like, cool. People doing sh- shit in dreams still. And I've not gone back to dreams at all. Yeah, I was wish I was more creative to do shit yeah. in dreams. So have, just, it's, just, it's just not for me, unfortunately. I mean, the tutorials are pretty handy, but I'm still like just not good. Yeah. All right. Well, here are the top 10 best-selling games for the weekend. Uh, the PlayStation 4 for the weekend in the 21st of March, 2021. Number 10, uh, uh, GT as a Gran Turismo Sport. Number nine, Need for Speed Heat. Number eight, Assassin's Creed 3. Bastard. <laughs> yep. I have to double-check that one. I'm like, what? Uh, number seven, Battlefield 5. Number six, Little Nightmares 1. Number five, Rainbow Six Siege. Number four, FIFA 21. Number three, NBA 2K21. Number two, Grand Theft Auto 5. And number one, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Oh, speaking of GTA, did you see in our Australian news that uh, Peter Dutton blames Grand Theft Auto for the shape of... Oh yeah, yeah, it's, it, yeah. So it, it wasn't. It's not the systemic misogyny. It's no. It's the games. The games. It, it, it wasn't. It wasn't it's a the, political party that had that allowed and condoned the the sexual assault of a woman. Damn. It's the games. Even when I knew it was, um, you know, members fiddling staffers, it was the games. Fuck you, Peter Dutton. You bald prick. Eat fucking dick, you garbage person. Upcoming titles this week. We have Doom 3 in VR. Coming, oh, fuck. I was going to read Shadow. Coming oh. tomorrow play? At, at time of recording. I can set up the VR. Right, I'll reach out. Uh, we have Narita Boy coming out on PlayStation 4 March 30th. And we have Outriders coming to PS4 and PS5 April 1st. Sick. Not much. Like, Doom 3 VR is pretty cool. Um... That's the best-selling games of the video. No, man, sorry. <laughs> I do not have the stats for the best-selling games of the video. Yeah, the only, for some reason, and we've talked about this like each and every week, right? Why are we only getting the PS4 sales? Like PlayStation Australia, because we just essentially steal the infographic from them. And uh, the question is, why do you not give PS5 data? Because we're still buying PS4 games. But and it, it probably, should be there. Is there enough PS5 games, native PS5 games, to make a top 10? Yeah. Or is it going to be the same 10 games every time? Cause it's that's, cause it's only... the same 10 games in the PS4. <laughs> like, there is literally no difference. No. Chat? No. So, yeah. Mm. I mean, that's what it is. Dumb. I'm assuming it's what it is. Anyway. But it's, we're getting the same thing anyway. It doesn't really matter. But anyways, thank you everyone for joining us uh, in this week's episode of the show. Uh, thank you everyone for jumping in in the chat as well. Even the last gentleman who wants me to say, right on my cock. Is that? I don't care. I'll fucking say it anyway. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to read if the Assassin's Creed game was three or... No, know, it is three. because it's, 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 it's got the Tomahawk. It's, it's definitely got the guy with the Tomahawk. His name I can't remember. Uh, but yeah, thank you everyone for joining. Getting part of the show. Much appreciate it. Max, send it home. <laughs> thank you. No worries, dude. <laughs> <laughs> this PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, please check out our socials Facebook, Discord, Instagram, Twitter. All of our links can be found in the description below. If you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures, where you can watch us record this show live, where you can just like this jolly gentleman did, you can become part of the show. <laughs> Uh, by joining the chat it's an absolute blast if you want to support the show you can tell your friends tell your family about this PlayStation pod 
Uh, if, if you are on the podcast, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review. If you are on YouTube, like, subscribe, leave a comment below. We endeavor to answer every single comment. If you want to support the show financially, you can at patreon.com slash thepopculturist, as well as our merchandise store, popculturist.com slash shop, where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it. But until next week, I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And that was for the players. Oh, oh we should also yeah, I was going to say, public service uh, announcement. Public service announcement. Um, we're not going to have an episode next week because <laughs> it's the Easter break. I'm off seeing my mum in like the other side of Victoria. Uh, so we are way too lazy to uh, record anything during the week because our schedules are, are flat out. So happy Easter, everyone. Have a lovely break. We will see you in two weeks as we push ever so closer to episode 200, which is slightly further away now because of our laziness. <laughs> Ah, the vicious cycle. What are we up to? What number are we up to? 190... <laughs> is, is next Five? week the 200? Is oh, that, fuck, is, that is it? Is it?